Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is the Sounds of Success. Featuring homegrown Aaron Knopfsinger of Constant Spring. Sounds of Success is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, Aaron, as we mentioned, homegrown, you're a Goshen High School graduate, you are a Goshen College graduate, and now you're part of the business entrepreneurship community here in Goshen with Constant Spring downtown. Um, When you drew it all out, uh, is this how you expected it to be about 20 years after graduation? No, no not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, leaving, uh, yeah, well, and, and Goshen Middle School, too. Right. So I'm a total, yeah. total product. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, leaving leaving college, I went into financial planning, right. um, which my father had done decades ago and, and thought that would be my career for, mm-hmm. for life. Um and I enjoyed it and had uh, enjoyed pieces of it for sure. Five years in, kind of stumbled into buying Constant Springs. So, <laughs> so I want to, being a father myself, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, at least having some input into career paths, decisions, et cetera, et cetera, or answering questions, I, I got to know how this conversation went. Okay. Your, your, your mom, Lori, is the CEO of Oaklawn. Um, Tremendous, tremendous nonprofit leader, mm-hmm. and your father is uh, soon to be retired from uh, directing development at Goshen College. So their roots are very, very deep in Goshen. And when you decided, you know, I think I'd like to buy Constant Spring. How did that conversation go? Man, it, it's almost been ten years. Yeah. It's hard, hard to believe. I, you know, I really don't, I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was not. There wasn't pushback. It was there, that traumatic that it just wiped out. I, your- <laughs> I, 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 th- I think quite the opposite. I, I think okay. it was. I think it was pretty. Um, I think they were. They were. They were definitely supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of questions. Uh, you know, our family's always been pretty open to discussing kind of money and things, mm-hmm. which I think has been really helpful. Um, and so there was a lot of questions of how, logistically, how does this work? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how does how does this process work? What what's it going to cost to buy it? All of these things. <laughs> Who owns the building? You know, so that probably more of those types of conversations than you're crazy. What are, what are you what are you doing? So when you decided, I mean, it's and and you started as a customer, which is you know kind of neat. Yeah, you know, it's a hey, you know, this is kind of a nice place to be. It's got a good vibe. I think I'd like to own it. You know, <laughs> how did those conversations begin? Uh, literally sitting uh, sitting at Constant Spring mm-hmm. after work one night, and Jason was behind the bar. Right. And I I just off the cuff said, hey, would you ever be interested in having a meeting with me? And he kind of looked at me funny. He said, <laughs> what about? And I just said, well, would you be willing to have a meeting? Yeah. And that was uh, that was it. Kendra and I had talked a little bit about it, and um, I met with Jason and said, "Hey, are you interested in selling?" He said, "I've been trying to for a year." So uh, and then it went quick. You know, it happened two months later. So, so and, and we should emphasize this: this is a partnership. You and Kendra are, are mm-hmm. you know hand in hand in yeah. doing this. Uh, 
What were some of the things that attracted you? What 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 made it? Uh, I guess what lit the entrepreneurial flame? Uh, you know, Kendra. Actually, I would say a big part of it. Kendra, very supportive of entrepreneurs, and, mm-hmm. and came from a family with more entrepreneurial spirit um, spirit than um, than mine, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, um, and she was very very supportive. Um, and, and loved the idea and, and knew that I was looking for a change and to mm-hmm. do something different and to backtrack just a, just a little, it, it wasn't, and I'm on the record 10 years ago saying I wasn't interested in owning a bar restaurant. I right. was interested in owning constant spring right. specifically, um, it, because of what it means to the community and has meant to the community and, and helping Goshen become kind of what Goshen mm-hmm. is. It was one of the early cornerstones to that. So um, you know, I, 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 I wish I could say that I had some intelligent, uh, thought p- pattern to being wanting to be an entrepreneur 10 years ago, but, um, it's worked out and 10 years later. So I this is just really a long way of saying, this is why I married Kendrick's. <laughs> oh, uh, so that among, I can have these uh, ideas. Amongst yeah. a lot of other reasons. Yeah. She's, she's phenomenal. Aaron, I think, I think the vibe is, is pretty important. You touched on this, uh, for downtown. You look at at what Constant Spring has to offer. You, you mentioned Myron Bontrager at the Electric Brew. There's Venturi Pizza and Bobby down the street doing Indian food. Uh, when you put all that together, what does that say about the vibe downtown? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think um, for those of us that grew up, certainly, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm 35, so mm-hmm. certainly those a little older I mean, 20 years ago, there, there was no reason to come downtown, mm-hmm. at least not much. And, and apologies to people running businesses right. 25 years ago. Yeah, we'll say come um, downtown in the evening. Come downtown yeah. in the evening. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and so for people to want to be downtown, want to live downtown, uh, want to be within walking distance of downtown, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of energy. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. pe- people that want to be here. Um, and... Uh, yeah, to be part of that, it's just really, really fun. And there's a there's a camaraderie amongst us uh, business owners, restaurant owners specifically. That's my world. Mm-hmm. That um, you just don't see in a lot of other places. The competition yeah. is very healthy. Um, we like each other. We spend time outside of work together. Um, and I think that is just really unique to Goshen. Well, and 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 you look at it. And am I a retired sportscaster? So cliches are my thing, you know, rising tides float all boats. So if you're accustomed to coming downtown to go to Constant Spring, you're also more likely to go to Goshen Brewing. And if you come down to go to the Electric Brew, then sooner or later, you're going to end up at Venturi. And that camaraderie that you talked about helps create, you know, the vibrant downtown. Are you impressed with what's happened since you took over about 10 years ago? Are you impressed with what's happened in the downtown area? Very. And I just, you think about even since when I bought the spring Mm -hmm. and Turi wasn't downtown, Goshen Brewing didn't exist. Rosie wasn't downtown and Bobby with uh, Maple Indian. Uh, There's a, you know, day cap, common Mm -hmm. spirits. None of that was downtown. And so the amount of uh, growth that continues to happen. And I think something really important is it's relatively people on the younger side that want to be committed to being in this community, Mm -hmm. people in their thirties and forties. And I think that says a lot about Goshen. This isn't just people retiring here that are like, oh, I'll open a coffee shop in my retirement for fun. <laughs> I mean, these are these are people building their lives in Goshen. And it makes other 30 and 40s 
want to live in this area and be part of this. And, and, and there's good energy around that and good ideas. Well, you've got some exciting news, news coming up, but I want to get one factor to move on before that. And that is not only have you been entrepreneurial, but you are a survivor. Uh, you <laughs> and your, and your group are survivors. Uh, COVID certainly hit downtown, hit everybody in, yeah. in, in a unique way, but no more so than restaurants. What were some of the skills you developed that helped you survive? Um, I think one of the uh, skills, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know about new skills, but I do think it, it reframed uh, how we think about some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it used to be if you, you know, you never closed outside of a tornado, literally, you know, literally at your front door. <laughs> right, if right. you say you're going to be open, you're yeah. open. And I think COVID taught us that, and not that you should be open willy-nilly and right. whenever you want, that's that's not good either, but that it's okay to take a little time off sometimes too. And then the world will come back and customers will come back and, and to communicate that. And that taking time off and making sure that you're healthy is important and, and that the business will still be there on the other end of that. Um, I think was one of the big takeaways of, of COVID. Well, for, and that's one of the positive things that I think has come out of it is it's uh, the new normal includes time off. Uh, I've laughed sometimes uh, when my bride and I have toured maybe on a Monday of trying to find some place <laughs> open or whatever. Yeah. Monday has become what my grandparents used to experience on Sunday. Sure. Uh, it's your day off. It's your refreshing time. It's your Sabbath, if you will. This is an opportunity for you and your staff just to go, ah, and you're not the only ones. Right. And, and, and how important is that? You know, I, I think it's really important. Um, I have a I have a friend who owns a, a restaurant in South Haven, and mm-hmm. he's open seven days a week, lunch and dinner. And, you know, at, at some point, I've watched him get more and more tired just rapidly. <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to sustain that, um, especially if you really care about what you're doing and the, and the quality of the food and the ingredients and the service. Um, we, we all need rest. And, and what is... You know, we, I know that, I know that people go back and forth and, and generations like to bicker about, uh, young people just not wanting to work or needing time <laughs> off. There's a lot of value. I've, I have three, yeah. now three very young kids mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I don't want to get to know them when I'm 60. I want to know them when I'm 35 too. And, and I work exceptionally hard the five days we're open. And then I, well, and I really work six days a week cause I do all my ordering the and stuff, but and all that, yeah. you know, we, we all need time to actually to try to enjoy our lives. And I think it's, it's, um, for staff to know they get a built-in weekend, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. The restaurant world's interesting in that way, right? Mm -hmm. Most people say, Oh, thank goodness. It's, it's almost Friday. I say, well, that's when I ramp up Friday and Saturday. I I'm getting going. Yeah. All you guys are celebrating Friday or doing it at my place. And thank you for being there. But you know, for staff to know that, Hey, if, if you come work with me, you're, you're going to get some time off and, and I don't expect you to be here seven days a week. So as we talk about that, you're about to get, at least in the short term, a little busier. Uh, the new surprise is the table at 108. You're opening a new place. Yeah. Tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a really long process. Uh, brain, The brainchild of over four years um, mm-hmm. spent a, a better part of a year, actually, uh, thinking about opening a restaurant on the second floor of the spring because um, we own that building and it's an empty, empty second floor mm-hmm. like a lot of them. Um, and explored that and found that just for multiple reasons, it wasn't a viable option. And, and the, the white horse, uh, old white horse uh, was for sale, uh, two blocks down main street. So we walked through it just partly out of, mostly out of curiosity. Um, and, you know, decided that 
we were going to take on the project of renovating that that building and opening our second restaurant there. Uh, so that was actually September of 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's been a over a three year process of of the building, um, and it has been just a massive project. Not oh, a, yeah. um, and I'm I'm not using hyperbole. There will not be an inch of floor, ceiling, HVAC, electric, plumbing that doesn't get touched before we reopen. Well, that's that, that that's amazing. And and as you get ready to open the doors, what are you offering? Yeah, so it'll be um, you know my kind of little taglines, Italian inspired, locally sourced. Um, I think there's um, the the basket of ingredients in Italian cooking is really fun. Um, mm-hmm. Pasta is something that I'm I personally enjoy eating. Um, and I talk a lot about, I, th- I think when, when people are, um, rolling around the idea of a, opening another restaurant or really any business there, there needs to be some balance between what are you passionate about? What do you want to show the world? Mm-hmm. What do you want to share with the world? And what do people want? <laughs> and, and I feel like often people don't do a very good job of, of making sure that both of those are, uh, in the thought process. I think too often, either it's, I'm only doing this because I think people want it, or I'm only doing this because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but do people want it? And and um, so it it pasta to me and this this kind of basket of ingredients felt like a really nice intersection between boy, there isn't much of that in a 25 mile radius mm-hmm. um, of here, and and it's also what I just love cooking. You know, I I. I when I cook for my family and cook at home and, and cook for larger groups, that would be often what I was, I was doing anyway. So, yeah. So contrast for us, the difference between taking over an existing establishment yeah. like Constant Spring and saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend the next three years dreaming and, and finally open yeah. the doors for the table at 108. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, there was like a one-week overlap with Jason when he sold me Constant mm-hmm. Spring. And, and, you know, you, you inherit um, – staff and ideas and energy and all of these things, which are good, bad, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think it took five years for Constant Spring to feel like it was mine. Um, and, and I don't say that negatively. Oh, I understand. Most people um, are going to be the same way. I mean, yeah. It's one and, of the and, reasons when people buy businesses, they keep the name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there was a lot of it that I wanted to keep, but there was also a lot of Kind of the holdover of, well, yeah, I remember when, I remember when it used to do this, mm-hmm. or when it used to be this way, or when this person used to interact this way. And so it took a long time for me. I also had, I didn't have a background. I mean, I through high school and, and college, I I waited tables at the soda shop and hacienda, and so I wasn't a hundred percent naive, but ninety some percent <laughs> naive certainly. Uh, you know, I. I and I had really good people, Mark mm-hmm. Yoder, Jessica Wicker, Phoebe Brubaker, that really, you know, whether they wanted to or not, kind of held my hand and, and well, drug me through those first couple of years um, while I baked it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, because I was learning a lot. Ten, ten years later, I know, man, if I knew what I knew then. And, and doing it in this order where I, I got to kind of cut my teeth um, – being thrown into an existing and successful mm-hmm. restaurant, uh, bar restaurant. Um, you know, now I get to take 10 years of experience to say the food might be different. The building will look different, but at the end of the day, I'm selling food and drink, mm-hmm. right. And an experience. So, and hopefully customers hit both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and I made sure that, that the menus are, they're nothing 
They, they share absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Not a single, I mean, recipe is, is shared between the two restaurants. And so I, I think they're very different opportunities in terms of what you're looking for, for sure. But downtown nonetheless, another reason to come downtown. Absolutely. I, I walked, you know, the two blocks, I walk back and forth between the two all the time. There you go. So. And we'll see you hurrying between the two over the next couple of months. Probably, sure. probably so, yeah. Aaron yeah. Knopfsinger, good luck with the new venture, and congratulations on, on what you've done with Constant Frank. Thank you so much. Appreciate right. it. This is The Sound of Success, presented in part by DJ Construction. Decidedly different. Thank you for joining us.